Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of my podcast. My name is Darren Connell and this is Straight White Whale. Last week I think I was saying Great White Whale. Okay. I was kind of half asleep and obviously it's pretty obvious I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but it's Straight White Whale. So apologies for that. I've also wore a shirt um, today because it's Saturday. It's kind of tight on me, I know, man. I feel a wee bit self-conscious. A wee bit sexy. Aye. I mean, my tits are not hanging out, are they? No, mate. Is it all right? Aye, mate. You look good. Because you know how stand-up comedians have a uniform of a black t-shirt and a pair of denims? I thought I need to, like, mix it up this week. And I don't really weigh myself. I just judge my, like, to see... I look in the mirror and see if the shirt fits. So it fits... When I was stoning up, it fits. When I was sitting down, it's a bit fucked. So um, I am happy to be back. This has been really good for me. I feel um, a lot better. I think it's been funny. I've been getting some good feedback. And it kind of feels like therapy to me, man. So thanks for listening and tuning in. We've got a sponsor as well, Paul. Ooh, who's a sponsor? That's all right, isn't it? Aye, mate. I dropped yet. Um, it's called the the Avalon Bar. I don't really want a gee. What's the name of the street? Berkeley Street. Berkeley Street. It's a new pub. I mean, it's always been there, but it's been done up under new owners. 
and they've been kind enough to sponsor the podcast for a couple of weeks. So go and support them. The reason why I accepted them as a sponsor, look at me pretending like I've got other offers. Um, they're mad bastards, right? They've got mediums in and all that type of shit. It's not the kind of usual shit of karaoke singers and stuff. Imagine like going to see a medium um, in an old man's pub. Aye, on a Wednesday night, <laughs> a guy's trying to have a paint <laughs> and a medium's hanging there at the top of you. So um, go and support a local business. That's what it's all about. How you been, Paul? I've been no bad, mate. Busy, busy, busy. You but, had a good week? Aye, mate. Absolutely. It's been, It's it, when you're busy like this, it just goes by in a flash. But talking about mediums, did you see that... Um, I'm an extra large. But <laughs> 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 um, do you see that post on Facebook where uh, that wee boy down in Ayrshire went missing, eight year old went missing that they found in his granny's loft. <laughs> and they Aye. posted looking for him on Facebook and somebody popped in and said, I'm a clairvoyant, his mom and dad killed him. Aye, man. Aye. <laughs> and she get absolutely, I mean, rightfully so, she get absolutely hounded for oh, it. They, they found the boy like 12 years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how dangerous is that when somebody thinks um i know what's going on like and fuck me i think that's crazy i lump people like that in with the nlp hypnotherapy crew that mm-hmm. are all false positivity where they're like i'm just using my instincts and my instincts are telling me that the world's gonna end and they're like come on guys like yeah. fucking hell because i'll never let that go this is the third episode and I'll slag fuck it them to the end of time. It's the same cold water therapy, third episode. I'm never no gonna mention them. I'll see how far I can go <laughs> with it mentioning they cunts in an episode. But I think it's like if you're doing it for yourself and it works for you, then go for it. But see when you're preying on weak people that are depressed and need help and then you're um charging them for money, you are literally lower than dog shit. What was that you said? E- EP? NLP, Neuro Linguistics Programming. Um, can you explain what that is to me? Basically, um, there's a lot of, there is a lot of solid science behind it, but when you have basically like slashed a couple of people and your neuro linguistics programming is I'm a nice guy. <laughs> it's not based in any sort of reality. And this is the bit that they all miss is that as long as it's true, it will be helpful. See, as long as you just keep lying to yourself, it won't be helpful whatsoever. You'll have this short term sort of benefit, but long term, you you know when you're talking shite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your brain knows when you're talking shite. So if you just talk shite to yourself, it's not going to do anything. But I follow them on Instagram and it's like, guys, we're going on the brain walk today. <laughs> you're like, what? Just go to the hospital and get a doctor, fuck's sake. Aye, that's, that's like, the real thing. See if you're paying them, right? See if you're paying these cunts money. Why do you not just pay a therapist? Like, or a doctor? If you can, if you're wasting that money on these assholes. I think that really you're not ready. Yeah. You you know yourself that you're not ready. There's a guy that I know, don't know him personally, but I know him, and he's charging people to go into the woods and bang drums. And I had a wee look at his website, and he's charging like 1,300 quid. Ah, it's disgusting, man. This is like a form of snake, snake oil. It is, it is absolutely the snake oil of our age, mate. We are yeah. going through a mental health epidemic, 
and there's people out there that want to tell people how to fix their life when they don't even know how to fix themselves. Yeah. But that's the last of that shit, mate. Too negative. Too much negativity. That's true. Because I've been fucked recently, right? And I feel a lot better now. But because this has been my life for years, I've been in recovery and I've been to therapists and stuff. So see when I feel depressed and suicidal, even though those emotions are real, I can kind of look at it for outside the box because I've been there. So see when I've got these cunts saying, walk up, um, John O'Groach, right? With no shoes on. And then when you get to the top of the summit, spread your arsehole and expose your arsehole to the sun. And then it's like arsehole sun therapy. But I don't know. I just, I see, I see it for what it is. But anyway, let's, let's move on. I was red group in fucking high school, mate. Like, <laughs> which red think, group? Which red group? I take it you were one in the red group then? No, I was good at school, mate. <laughs> <laughs> red group is when people at 12 years old have got fully grown moustaches and they're on like 20 fags a day and all that. That's the red group. I was in the red group, mate. Right, when, <laughs> when you walk into a classroom and you think, what's the teacher doing sitting with the students? Oh, that's not a teacher, huh? That guy's fucked. That's a red group. <laughs> I, I was a proud. I think you've learned within the last couple of weeks I'm in the red group because uh, <laughs> any kind of podcast question, I'm like, Paul, can you dare us? <laughs> oh, it's just in uh, Dropbox. And I'm like, what's a Dropbox? <laughs> I, I know what I'm good at and I know I know what I'm no good at. So thanks for being uh, patient with me, Paul. No, no worries, mate. No worries. And... That must be annoying for you though, eh? Like you are quite clued up with computers and Aye, stuff mate. and then you get a daft cunt like me, like, where's the C button on the keyboard? I'm slowly but surely starting to realise that the majority of people are like you and not like me. <laughs> Everybody's in the red group. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of people, mate. Like I, I can, like anytime my dad asks me how to help him send an email or something or he asks me something about Facebook, and I'm like, you fucking stupid. How come you don't know how to set up an email account? But then I'm like that to you. What's a Dropbox? So swings and... <laughs> swings and roundabouts, mate. <laughs> um, what else? Britney Spears is free. Fuck. Hallelujah. <laughs> fucking good honour, by the way. Aye, mate. I tell you what, she's got some amazing tunes. Mate, go to her Instagram. She's... See, since she's been freed and get back her socials, she's literally on there just covering her nipples. Yeah. She's like a pure free woman. Yeah. And half of the internet's like, we're worried about Britney. And the other half are like, it's amazing to see or kind of just yeah. do what she wants. In all honesty, mate, like, I love music and stuff, right? And I'm not saying it's a guilty pleasure because it's not a guilty pleasure, but see that cheesy pop stuff that's really easy listening to mm -hmm. i love it like last night i was listening to her just to kind of maybe get some stuff for the podcast but see peace of me britney spears peace of me i was like ah, that's a fucking belter of tune she's got bangers all other place toxic the song toxic mate Pfft, unbelievable that that's one of the songs that a metal band could have played it and it would have still been a banger or a hip-hop or whatever it's yeah. just in pop music like that it's kind of like transferable across all the genres. If it's a good song, it's a good song. And she's 100% got a, 
a fair few fucking bangers on yes. one of the greatest hits, mate. Like every time, the one with the piano. Um, every time I cry, oh yeah. God, sure, uh-huh. so. probably you know, written by a eighty-year-old black guy. Just for a Swedish <laughs> <laughs> cultural appropriation. She's got like Swedish songwriters and the Scandinavians, as we know, we ABBA. Like they know a fucking tune, mate. They know a tune. Um, but aye, she's got the greatest songwriters in the world working for yeah. her. I, I've actually found the actual situation like watching the documentaries and hearing about what's happened where dad actually quite fucking disturbing yeah like this is i mean they literally turned her into a fucking slave yeah i think south park perfectly sums it up we, we've turned into this kind of witch hunt age of building somebody up and then turning them down and like how how would anybody react in that situation? I don't blame her that she's probably had a breakdown or something's happened. But at the end of the day, I'm just glad that um, a female, a young female, has got her freedom back and then she can go back to doing whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to do music again. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. And then you've got all these creepy bastards that are talking shit about her online and stuff. Like, they one of all these celebrities are half their fucking nut. And see, when she came out in court, I'm going to bastardise this. I'm not even going to attempt to say what she said in court. But I think the media painted a picture of this young, silly, uneducated girl. And then she had an opportunity to stand up in the middle of a court and speak for herself. And I was like, she's a fucking genius. And she stood there and she handed everybody their arse on a plate. Like, I fucking love Britney Spears, man. Um, Have you seen that film that's kind of... She does the soundtrack to it. What's it called? Spring Breakers. Um, James Franco. Yes. Uh huh. Yep, I have seen it. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. So it's strange. Do you know that's just? I just realised that the only thing that gets used is a tune. Oh, fuck it. It's a good film. Watch it. Ah, uh, was that the point? Ah, that was the point. <laughs> There's actually no point to that. I just had a pure brain that's fart. A, that's a strange movie, and James Franco's a strange guy. Yeah, he's a. He, he's, uh, uh, did he not get caught DMing seventeen-year-olds or something like when he was in London? Some shit. Like aye, that. aye. Something, something creepy. Um, getting back to the creepy men. Aye. So, well, well, talking about a film there, I had a question from a from a loyal. Twitter follower, his name's Toby, Toby Michaels. Um, he asked me, I'll read it out. What are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. Don't know why I started listening, uh, laughing there. What are you watching and what are you listening to? So, um, what am I watching, man? I am binge watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I am on season six. And, do you know, as much as I fucking love that show and it's genius, man, it's just too content heavy. Like, do you ever... Be- I only watched Sopranos for the first time a couple of years ago when I was cat-sitting for my mate, right? And I used that opportunity. I just had deja vu there, have I said this on the podcast? No, we spoke about it after we stopped recording the other day. Right, okay. So, um, I was supposed to cat-sit for my mate and I used this as a chance to write a script. And I went down to his house and I binge watched The Sopranos and within the space of three days I ended up dehydrated and I had a horrific fucking migraine to the point that I was actually looking at my piss and thinking 
there's something wrong with my piss. Like I've either got diabetes or there's something wrong with my liver. Just because I sat on a couch for that entire time and watched like nine hours of The Sopranos every day to the point that my body broke down. Fuck's sake, mate. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But The Sopranos is genuinely probably the greatest TV show that's ever existed, I think. Aye. I went to see the, the oh, film. Did you? Yes. What's the... Without giving anything away, what's the, the lowdown? Would you, how would you give it a five? Um, I'd give it a four and a half out of five. That's, I mean, considering that it's Sopranos, mate, that's, that's got to be good. So here's my honest opinion. I see a lot of people are shitting on it online. Right. It's never going to be as good as the Sopranos. Of course. Let's just accept that and be educated about it. But as a spin-off and as a film that's on for, I don't even think it was on for that long. It was a very good film. From start to finish, it was very good. Um, they they did it very, they were clever about it. Right. They've left it open for more yeah. as well, which I think is, as a business, it's smart. But there's certain points of it, you're like, aye. You can see them kind of growing into Tony Soprano and right. stuff. And there's other characters and there's callbacks and you're like... Who does Joey Diaz play? Do you know Joey Diaz, the American comedian? Yes. Cuban guy? Who does he play? I can't remember. I can't remember. I love him, man. I love him. Mate, have you ever heard his story about farting in the school bus? <laughs> on the, the podcast he told, I think he's told it a couple of times but I think the the, the like the one that's got like 30 million views on YouTube's the clip for Rogan hey motherfucker oh mate I love him man if any cunts no listen to that go on just YouTube Joey Diaz fart story man it literally side splitting I do love him right but what really annoys me is I don't want to slag other people I mean, fuck it's your podcast, mate. Slag away, man. Plus, Nate cunt's watching. <laughs> Joey Diaz definitely is not watching. I definitely. He probably doesn't even understand me. He's like, who's that Russian guy? Um, <laughs> so I want to apologize for no using a, a laptop yet. Um, I wish I had a better excuse than just being a lazy bastard. I think I, I, honesty is the key with this podcast. So I've kept the notes for the time being. I'll get a podcast eventually, but we'll get there. I'll tell you a funny story that happened to me yesterday. Okay. I've been back fasting, right? I've been doing intermittent fasting and I've always had to be careful with that because I get addicted, mate. I've got an addictive nature and it's with stupid things like, like, um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
like I drank Monster for the first time a couple of weeks ago and now I've my pal's got a personal trainer right mm-hmm. and the guy is a champion like bodybuilder and he drinks four cans of white monster a day which is zero calories but see because he said that in my head i'm like oh he's a pt he's ripped to fuck so i've been drinking four cans of white monster a day oh, every man. single time he's told me that but oh, i always feel like i get weird with shit like that what was i talking about addictive, fasting uh, fasting and addictive personality so at the start of lockdown i did intermittent fasting every day for a hundred days and uh one at one point i'd done a 36 hour fast and what's, what's your what's your eating window um i normally do 12 to 8 or 2 to 10 right but so see, what's that 16 8 yeah is that right get the maths right there aye 16 8 24 aye. But see, during the the lockdown, when we weren't doing anything, I was doing one to five. But see, if you're see if you're working or doing anything, you can't do one to five. But see, if you're just like a couch potato or you're just going out for a walk, one to five's all right. I've only been doing it for a week, but it makes your skin brilliant, makes you go to the toilet better, your mood's better. I've like I've been open and vocal about depression and stuff. That's kind of dimmed. Uh, your sex drive's better. Fuck knows why, because I'm no getting my hole. <laughs> but uh, like it just overall just makes everything better. But see, when I it wasn't a thirty six hour fast. I did I did a forty six hour fast, Aye, and uh, your body does some crazy shit. Um. You get this like euphoric cocaine high that is just incredible. I've never experienced a high. It's better than drugs. And um, your breath is stinking of absolute shit, right? Aye, the toxins came out, mate, for sure. And I tell you another thing that was weird. See, my knees, my kneecaps were so painful. I was struggling to walk towards the end. Right. And supposedly that's your body kind of trying to fix itself or whatever. Right, so there's... I totally bro-signed that, or, or whatever. Aye, so there's definitely, like, a point of which it starts to become a bit of a detriment, like, <laughs> the sort of 40-hour mark or something like. I think the longest fast I've done is with, with two full days, like, a 48-hour fast, and Aye. um, I, that was years ago. I, I'll be honest, mate, I don't really remember, like, fully what happened. Was it in the Park? <laughs> <laughs> it was an AK fast. <laughs> I can do long mental crazy fasts and be all right until I'm getting to the 30, 31, 32 hours, 35. Do you know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. I start to struggle, but I found like my mates that are skinnier, like when they get to 14, 15, 16, they're fucking don't trembling. Have, don't have the fat stores, mate, to like keep them going, <laughs> mate. It's literally like, that's why your breath stinks. Aye. Is because your, your body starts to use your fat as fuel and your fat is fucking howling. Um... <laughs> So that is why my breath was stinking a shit. <laughs> Do you know, uh, I can't remember what teacher it was. I think it might have been an English teacher. But towards the end of me leaving school, I told her that I signed a professional contract for Celtic as a goalkeeper. And see, when I was like 16, I was like 20 stone fat greasy bastard right i had a pair of glasses that were sunk into my head because my head was that fat and i never adjusted them so the fat used to roll where the fucking glass 
I, I, you you would look at me and you'd think that guy's never done exercise in his life. Big greasy fringe right down to my eyebrows, right? And for a year, I told her that I was a Celtic goalkeeper, and she believed it. No, she didn't. I swear to God, she believed it. <laughs> See, the scary thing is, I believed it. <laughs> On you go. Sorry. Are you having wanks? Aye. <laughs> what a save! <laughs> Connell wins the Scottish Cup for Celtic. When I was younger, it's weird how you can remember these things. It's these are the these are the important things to you. Listen to this one. Uh, I remember vividly my brother being like, I won't name him right, but he was like, I can't remember what time I, uh, what age I was, maybe 10. He's like, I'm allergic to peanuts and nuts. If I eat peanuts, I'll die. If I, sometimes even the kind of dust that come off the nuts, see if I smell the nut, the nut dust, that can get into my lungs and I would need to go to the hospital and like I'd need new lungs, I'd die. Genuinely two minutes later, right? He was eating a cornetto. And you know in the tappy a cornetto, you've got wee bits of nuts. <laughs> and I remember as a child saying, I thought you were allergic to nuts. And he was like, I know they nuts. <laughs> this is genuinely something that everybody I put a tweet out the other week and you know, my Twitter's fucking shite, mate, and they can't engage with it, but I put a tweet out the other week that said, See the sooner that we all realise that we're all the same. Uh -huh. And that we're no better than any cunt else, man. We'll be a lot happier, man. We'll be a hell of a That's lot true. happier, man. It's this idea that we're, we're somehow different for everybody and that people judge us if they find out what's going on. But yeah. it's all the same shit that's going on in people's minds, mate. What is your Twitter? At Rebel City Paul. Right, so... Try and get me a bit of exposure. My oh. followers follow Paul. Oh, I've done some belters. I remember in primary school... I lied. You know how everybody's like, I nipped a lass at my granny's, but well, I took that above and beyond, mate. I actually lied for about a year, maybe not as much as a year, but it definitely, it was, it was a length of time that made people concerned about me because it wasn't just like I lied for a day. It was maybe a couple of months, mate. Her name was Stephanie. She stayed up my grand's bit and like to the point that there was story, it's, it's just started all sorts of stories, man. Started, I'm getting, I'm even getting, I'm getting fucking, Get, you're getting embarrassed. I, I'm like, it. Oh, mate. like it just started growing and growing and growing. And I was like, I'm too far in, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, too, too deep. I'm in too deep, man. I can't get it. I but I remember, I remember how I get caught. It was, I was sitting with my pal and I said something like, I don't even know why I said a chippy because we were only fucking in primary school. But I was like, um, I think I said I had no money, which was true. But right. then I said something like I went to hers and I bought her a chippy. And my pal was like, I thought you never had any money. And I was like, what are you calling me a fucking liar? But it just, for that moment, it just snapped. And he's like, ah, you're full of shit. I knew you were full of shit. And I was like, please don't tell anybody. Uh, that's the most common one, mate. That was always pure, oh, I broke my virginity or I broke my VL, depending on which stage of life you were at. Primary school, it would have been like, I nipped this bird. And yeah. if it was secondary school, it would be a shag this bird. And we were like, oh, I was on holiday. We were doing it, we were doing it Craig Tara or like, uh, nobody knows her. It's up at my, my stepdad's or, or whatever. That's one of the most common ones. The other one that I've heard so many times, mate, and I don't know if there's, some people it must be true, but is that, 
oh, I played for Rangers or I played for Celtic and I got a bad knee injury and it, it ended my career. Like, uh -huh. That's one of the most common ones. Like, I genuinely did play for Celtic Youth Development, but my true story is, is that I was shite. Yeah. Like, I had a knee injury. I got to, I was always, you know, I'm tall. Like, at 12, I went to like nearly six foot. I was like normal and then boom. Yeah. And so every football team, every, oh, get the big man. But then when people started to catch up with me at 15, 16, they, were, they sat me down, sat me and my dad down. I think it must have been heartbreaking for my dad, actually. They sat me and my dad down, basically, like, he's not good enough. Oh, you know man. what I mean? I, it didn't, I knew. I've heard a, a few people tell a similar story and like, my heart was broken. I knew, mate. I was an imposter. I, I had something, I used to do Olympic wrestling when I was younger. And I only started doing it because I loved WWF and I went there thinking right. it was going to be WWF it's and it was nothing, nothing like, like that. that. Right. But see, because it was close to my house, a 10 minute walk and it was something today on a Monday for the age of 10 to maybe, no younger actually, maybe 8 to about, I chucked it about 16. Uh, but I was the same as you, mate. I was like so big. I wasn't tall, I was like fat. So I'm wrestling all these wee guys and I was shit hot because I was just fat and fucking grabbing people and slamming them and beating them. But as I was getting to 14, 15, then oh, I'm starting to wrestle people at 17, 18 because it's all weight and I'm just getting fucking leathered. And see, I know, nobody ever told me about diet and fitness and nutrition, so I just ate and drank whatever I want. But by that time, I was getting fucking leathered, mate. And I, I remember a, a coach was like, um, he essentially was like, you're not good enough. And But for a couple of years, I was like, I'll get into the Scotland squad now because I caught I Scot the Scotland team used to train there. Right. See when you're a warped wee guy and you've got nobody to put you in your place. I actually thought I'll get to the Scotland squad because I'm just led on wee guys, wee guys that right. are six stone lighter than me. Right, so yesterday oh fuck, this is why I started talking about that, because I intermittent fasting. So I've been intermittent fasting, but I've been kind of eating shite. So I was in the town the other day and I went to buy some Krispy Kreme donuts and I just wanted two donuts and the guy looked stressed and I went to pay with cash and he's like, oh, we're not taking cash, we'll just take card. And I said, mate, I'll do anything for a donut. And I said it dead inside, completely blank eyeballs, staring at him right into his soul as I said it. And I was like, mate, that sounded sinister as fuck. <laughs> I just want a donut. And he started laughing. <laughs> and he's like, I tell you what, because you made us laugh, I'll give you a free donut. So oh. I ended up with three free donuts. Gorged them in the bus. <laughs> They're crack, mate. Aye. The things are fucking crack. I mean, anybody that can turn down a Krispy Kreme is an absolute hero to me. Oh, I, I don't eat them all the time, but see, I was like, I, I need, I've lost a wee bit of weight, I want a treat, I made the guy laugh, but I was like, mate, you look a wee bit too stressed for just selling donuts, like, <laughs> but he's working in the town, I don't mean to slag people that are working, I'm sorry, please don't kill me. I think I've got a level, I mean, this is like, I'm trying to use this podcast to be funny, but I want to be brutally honest as well, I think... This is quite uncomfortable for me to say. I think I've got some level of it. 
because uh, I will pull out of situations if I think I'm too fat or like what dates, work, gigs, podcasts, right? right. Anything then? Anything really? And like on the dates, why would you pull out a date? Right. So I'm not as bad as what I used to be, but see. This is mental, right? See if a girl asked me out on a Monday mm-hmm. and I said yes for a date on a Friday, I would go in my head, I need to lose two stone by Friday and then I'll look fucking amazing for this date. And then see from Monday to Friday, I'd start fasting, starving myself, diet pills, over-exercising, and then it would get to Wednesday. And obviously you can't lose fucking two stone in a week. Uh-huh. So I'd be exhausted. I'd be starving. My heat would be fucking fried. Yep. Thinking I've not reached that unrealistic goal that I've just set myself. And then Thursday comes and I go, uh, I can't do it because my gran get knocked down my bus. And then the date doesn't happen. What's, I mean, what's the belief there? Do you believe that women are not attracted to fat guys or big guys? Because I tell you what, mate, there are there every facet of you know the attraction exists out there. There's this whole you know perfection culture where women think that they need to be slim with big boobs and a big ass. For that is not true, mate. There yeah. is a whole queue of guys waiting for every big bigger woman out there, and there's a whole queue of women for every sort of bigger guy. Yeah, tall, short, big, thin. You just need to find a person that's attracted to you, mate. See, that's the sad thing as well, because at times of my life when I have been physically fit, see, when I thought that, I wasn't even fat. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's probably deep... Mate, I wouldn't even say that you're fat now. Do you know, I feel feel healthy right now. I'm probably just a regular... I, British I, I man. 100% would agree that you will definitely fit into the category of the average male. Yeah. And this is a problem that everybody's got. Everybody's trying to be above average. Do you know why the average exists? Because the majority of people are in there. Yeah. So you're in the biggest club. I don't know why I'm like that. It's It's been like that since childhood. And it's always like... I class it as a success or a failure. Even any time Scott Squad happens, see when somebody says Scott Squad's coming back for a third season, everybody's buzzing and my head goes, I need to lose four stone by the time I get on set and do this fucking show. But I'm like that all the time. The Glasgow Comedy Festival's in March. So this is December. I need to lose four stone by March. I don't know if it's like a tick or it's just been in my mind for so long. Mm. As I get older, it's not as bad and I'm aware that it's not normal. Yep. I mean, I'm a 34 on a waist and I'm an extra large on a top. Every cunt's a fucking extra large on a top, I mate. I extra large, mate. Aye. So like, but then I, I'm aware that that's no normal thinking, but it's always still there. See when you're a fat wing, and <laughs> I was a fat wing as well. I was a fat wing. It impacts you in a way that and that can not be measured really. Like it, it took me, like I was watching everybody getting halfway birds in primary school. I can, you know, like it, you just, you just feel like the odd one out. And yeah. then, so you end up an adult thinking that you need to be thinner. And it, as much as that's a reductive way of looking at it, that is what happens. Like I'm the exact same. I went through years of almost self-harm with yeah. diet and exercise. 
and I've looked back at it and realised it was all just about trying to turn back the cloak and no be a fat wane and no feel like a wee disgusting fat piece of shit. And yeah. you know, it's it's mental, mate. It's absolutely mental. But it's I think that when you do grow up like that in their formative years and you see slimmer people get on better and be yeah. better and get more attention, you just two and two together goes into your head and makes five and you think that yeah. oh you need to be slim to be popular you need to be liked that's the only way that i'm going to be liked but see for somebody like who's got an acting gig they've hired you the way that you are they yeah. want darren connell to play that character the way that he is if they said to you listen could you lose half a stone or whatever then i you would be like okay maybe i need to lose a wee bit yeah. of weight but which nobody's ever said to I, me well aye. i, I good thank Aye. god i think you've summed it up perfectly mate it's haunted by a fat childhood like essentially i've never had anybody in my life to tell me that you shouldn't eat that i never knew what a carb was i never knew what a calorie was and i basically got to maybe 17 and i thought i'm getting chest pains went mate this is so embarrassing went to a gp right and I'm sitting in the fucking waiting room of a GP drinking Iron Brew and eating a Greg's. And, and the fucking GP comes out and she was like, kind of like, what you doing? Here's your problem. I, <laughs> What's wrong with me? I went in and she was like, are you for real? And I had to kind of educate myself on like eating and diet. And, but I think you're right there, mate. I think it's just a childhood thing and... Uh, I think people enjoy, no, they, maybe that's not right, but they enjoy like saying, oh, I'm a fat cunt. And I'm like, I actually don't think that anymore. But when I'm having a bad day or feeling stressed and stuff, you fall back into your old habits. For sure, mate. See, just to like, because that was quite serious. And I think there was a lot of sort of good chat in there. Um, I seen my one of my best mates who's got a wee boy and he's just went to high school. Mm. Um, and they put up a post the other day that, Yesterday when he came home from school, they were like, what did you have for your lunch? And he was like, Craig's. And they were like, Craig's? What's that? And he was trying to describe, he was like, they sell sausage rolls, that. They were like, what are you talking about, Craig's? He was like, the big blue sign. And they're like, oh, Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Craig's. So he's in the red group then? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell, pal. You'll be doing a podcast in 15 years. Going through therapy, trying to be funny. <laughs> Oh, mate. What else have I been doing, man? I'm fucking mad for the cigars, mate. I think I'm, I'm like, working class, so I've been treating myself to, like, nice cigars. They're not too expensive. It's, like, £13 a cigar, which is, uh, it is a lot, right? Aye, but, see, considering cigars, that's cheap. But I'm thinking, oh, I'm quite posh. I'm smoking these high-end cigars, oh, but mate. my fucking ashtray is a plate. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, so cigars then, are reeking, man. You don't like cigars, oh, eh? Mate, I, you know, I like the smell of an unlit cigar. Uh -huh. I'm the same with cigarettes. I, I would never smoke a cigarette, but I can see like a bag of tobacco. I'd love to smell it, but I'd never smoke uh, bags. I can't do that. Yes, we'll wrap up. Thank you very much to everyone who tuned in for the third episode. As always, it means a lot. Um... I've got nothing really else to say. Just thank you for listening. If you've been enjoying the podcast, can you please do me a favor? Can you share, like, comment? If you've got any questions, just ask me, DM me or post in the when I make it public. Um, 
it would really mean a lot to me uh, because I enjoyed doing this. This has been good. It's been a good laugh with Paul. And as always, I do the buy me a coffee thing. If you think you can afford a coffee, which can go for £3 to like a fiver, it all goes towards um, venue hire, running the podcast and all that type of shit. Um, I'm sorry that I need to say that, but it needs to be done. It's covering costs. That's what life's all about, isn't it, Paul? Yep. Get to the mountaintop, get our assholes out, go under the the waterfall, cold water, water therapy with our assholes out. Is that what life's all about? Absolutely. Cheers, Paul. See you next week. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 